Hello everyone, greetings to all of you and welcome to this, uh, to this space together. Just take a moment to check that you can hear me clearly. Yeah, great. And if that, if that changes at any point, do let me know. Uh, you can either um, put a message in the chat usually the most helpful way but uh, if I don't seem to notice and it's not in the middle of the guided meditation then uh, uh, when I will be checking the chat religiously uh, then you can just unmute and and let me know if if you cannot hear me uh, clearly enough yeah so, yeah, really wonderful to, to be here with all of you uh, this late afternoon in the, in the UK and um, equal welcome to you wherever you are, mm-hmm. usually friends and Sangha joining us from uh, different parts of the, of the planet. Mm-hmm. So it may be morning, it may be evening, it may be the middle of the day, it might even be the middle of the night, who knows, for some of us. And uh, we're all, all welcome, all welcome here in this space together. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's have this opportunity to say hello for all of you, not just me, to welcome you and greet you so I'd like to invite you all to unmute if you know of course only if you wish and just to say hello or whatever you wish to say Hmm. wonderful yeah so thank you and can be uh, helpful to mute yourself again if if you've unmuted just so that uh, we don't get any of the background sounds that, that sometimes arise in our environments. And if there's a few of those, it can get a little bit disturbing um, in, the, in the listening and the practice. So I'd also like to, um, to invite all of us to connect to our intention for this time. Yes, many of you... Uh, I've been to many sessions already and know this uh, way of beginning the sessions. We'll just see if we take some moments to connect, yeah, connect to our intention, to feel what is it that brings me here today, what is it that I'd like to um, nourish, to strengthen, to connect to in myself, in the practice, in the world. So feeling into your intention, feeling what brings you here. And then the invitation to, um, to put that into the chat, if you wish, or if you want to unmute and to say it, you're equally welcome yeah. to give it your voice. What is it that brings us here? Mm-hmm. 
middle way in joy from Zoe. Beautiful. Thanks, Philippa. Beautiful. Centering and community. We've got quite a few coming in to the chat. Peace, patience and presence. To find again that which is not ordinary, yeah, as in daily life. The wish to be free. Yeah. And to help others to be free as well. And continue to feel into our own intentions and to feel the resonance of the intentions that others are expressing. Yeah, to see what that does to the being. Feel ourselves as part of this web of intentions coming coming together in this space. Warmth of community. Yeah. Beautiful. So yes, let's let's take this flow, this web of intentions, uh, with us into the practice. Yeah, something that can support us. And um, inviting you to uh, take your seat to find your posture, whether it's sitting, standing, reclining, walking. We have the whole range of choices. And finding your posture and taking some time at the beginning of the practice now to settle into the posture and to align and adjust the posture in whatever way is needed so that we can practice so that the body can be supported and stable and balanced upright and relaxed for a relatively extended time, yeah, 25, 30 minutes. Posture that supports stillness in the body and therefore supports stillness in the mind. And equally supports ease and opening in the body and therefore in the mind. We'll just take a few moments to explore that and to settle into the posture, into the body more fully. As we do this, the practice is already happening. So this isn't the step before, this is already the practice. 
bringing interest and kindness as we bring the awareness into the body and as we bring the body, heart and mind together. Settling into the body posture in a way that will be supportive also to the heart-mind. As we're doing that, awareness being invited more fully, more deeply into the body. And we're going to invite it even more deeply into the body. Bringing awareness to the sensations of contact between the body and the seat. the body in the ground. Feeling the steadiness, the support of this contact sensations of the body making contact, resting into the support of the seat and the ground. The simplicity of these immediate sensations. Body and seat. Body and ground. Just letting go into these sensations, into this contact, into this support. And from that contact, where the awareness can gather and collect and root and ground, from there we can allow it, invite it, to expand up the body as if that support from the ground and the seat is rising up the body and through the body. We can gently expand and open the awareness to the whole body. 
Feeling the balance of the uprightness in the body with ease and relaxation in the body. And as awareness spreads through the body, feeling how it spreads upwards. And also outwards. So up the body and down the body and then also to the front and the back and the sides. softening and relaxing awareness through the whole body and gently getting a sense of the entirety of the body sitting here, the whole body. Present, alive, sensitive. And awareness alive within the body like a field of sensitivity, a field of receptivity within the field of the body. And within this whole body awareness, sense of awareness wide and open and spread through the whole body. Gently connecting to an intention of practice as an act of kindness, as a movement of kindness. Of goodwill, of friendship, finding your own word of resonance, of metta. Feeling that intention, how it comes through you. This practice, this time, an intention to be a movement of kindness in your own experience and in the world. So attuning to this intention Letting it resonate, spread, and also radiate through the whole being, through the whole field of awareness in the body. That's this simple intention of friendship, of goodwill, of well-wishing. Gently radiating, internally filling up the space of awareness and also externally radiate, radiating out beyond the boundaries of this one body. If it's helpful, you can use the breath. Now, this isn't necessary, it's just if it's helpful. And if you need something a little bit more tangible, 
You can use the movement of the breath. And on the in-breath or on some in-breaths, connecting to that intention of metta, of kindness, goodwill, friendship, friendliness. And then on the out-breath, with the natural letting go that happens in the body, just letting it radiate, letting it release out into the world. So this is going to be our practice today. Awareness in the body, whole body, spacious, wide, soft, sensitive. Attuning to the intention of kindness, of goodwill, of metta, friendliness. Attuning to it, letting it spread and be nourished and nourish your being. And then also letting it radiate out directly from the field of awareness or with the breath if that's more helpful for you. So let's explore this in your own way. Finding your own way with this practice. What is it like to attune to an intention of kindness? And what is it like to radiate it internally and externally?
Just noticing where you are now. Noticing what is arising in experience right now. Noticing it with kindness and with interest. It's not a measure of who you are. Bringing kindness in to the noticing. Whatever you find, meeting it with goodwill, with curiosity, with friendliness. If it's helpful, reconnecting to the body, coming more deeply again to the body and the awareness in the body. Inviting it to be rooted in the sensations of contact and from there to open, to soften through the whole body. Tuning again to that intention of friendliness, of kindness, of care and goodwill. And letting that intention nourish you, resonate through the whole space of the body. You might feel it as a warmth, as a goodness. Letting it soak in and radiate in and vibrate and resonate through the whole space of the body and then also letting it radiate out like a sun of metta shining in all directions through this body, heart and mind. Radiating matter, radiating kindness, benevolence, well-wishing. In all directions.
connecting once more to the body meeting experience as it's unfolding. Oh, body awareness, soft and wide and open. And a focal point of metta in the body, in awareness, like a sun in the heart or in the belly or somewhere in the face or through the whole body, imagining that warmth and light radiating out, spreading out, filling up the whole body space radiating out into the space, into the world in all directions. Keep spreading, keep radiating, keep opening. That intention of friendship and care. Flowing out, spreading out. Shining out into the world. May our practice nourish the well-being, the happiness and the safety of all beings in all directions, including each of us and all of us.
So please take your time with the transition. No need to actually transition at all. Taking your time as you change the posture. Open the eyes if you choose to. Before um, I flow into the theme for today, uh, just uh, a few words about the practice of dana, which is very much a way of also radiating the intention of kindness into the world. As many of you know, um, these sessions are offered completely uh, in the spirit of dana. They're completely freely offered without a price without a particular expectation and uh, that is both from the side of Gaia House and for myself yeah. just offered to support all of us um, an invitation is if you wish to and you can to support back to support Gaia House to support me for the teachings um, this is a really core practice uh, of of the path, yeah, this mutual support, mutual um, interdependence. So I'm going to put the link in the chat to the Guy House support page where you can offer um, your generosity both to Guy House and to myself if you wish. Yeah. And Guy House is looking at getting a PayPal account as far as I know, but. Um, yeah. So the, the, all the information on how you can um, currently offer your support is there on that page. And so, as you know, it's probably quite obvious in the practice just now. We were um, we were practicing a. a a type of uh, of meta of you know often translated as loving kindness, goodwill, benevolence, friendship, um, care, meditation, and most of us we know this um, practice as a formal practice, yeah, something that we do like we were doing now. Uh, more often, um, we know this as a practice that um, we do formally with phrases. Um, directing the metta uh, through the phrases to particular beings and um, I, I chose this way now which is actually how the how the Buddha is describing metta practice in the suttas in the texts you know as connecting to it as an intention and then radiating it out in all directions and uh, you may have found it more difficult <laughs> Um, or you may have found it more accessible. Yeah, that's the beauty of our diversity, right? Uh, both diversity between us, but also diversity for each of us at different times, different conditions. 
this way works better, this way works better. And so it's kind of some benefit in, in having different um, tools to rely on. So I want to uh, read a short, a very short part um, from the Metta Sutta, from uh, one of the texts on Metta. Um, and, and, and this is what it says. It says, with Metta and goodwill for the entire cosmos, for the entire world, cultivate a limitless heart. Above, below and all around. <laughs> That's kind of just what we were doing. Yeah. Above, below and all around all directions, unobstructed, without enmity or hate. And here's where it gets interesting, if it isn't already. Whether standing, walking, sitting or lying down, as long as one is alert, one should be resolved on this mindfulness. This is called a sublime abiding here and now. I'm going to read it again. I, I think it's very beautiful, so I'm just going to read it again. With goodwill, with metta, for the entire cosmos, cultivate a limitless heart, above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without enmity or hate, whether standing, walking, sitting, or lying down, as long as one is alert, one should be resolved on this mindfulness. This is called a sublime abiding here and now. So there's quite a few things here that we could explore and kind of stop with. Um, one is, uh, for me, you know, the Buddha's really emphasizing here the immediacy of this practice. Yeah, he keeps saying it, you know, as long as one is alert, doesn't matter what posture your body's in. Yeah, as long as one is alert. Um, you know, this is the kind of mindfulness yeah, to, to cultivate. Um, and it's, it's present. You know, this is a sublime abiding. <laughs> this is something really divine, yeah, really beautiful. And at the same time, it's here and it's now. It's accessible to us. Yeah? So he's kind of both pointing to um, the kind of radical everydayness of this you know it's accessible to us and at the same time it's radical <laughs> yeah and often you know for me uh, an inspiring way of thinking about this is kind of like well what would it be to live this yeah in every given moment yeah or even a little bit more than than I do yeah what would it be how would it change uh, my own life and the life of others And there's also this play, you know, between intention and, um, and the practice of it uh, in this instance, in this, right there in the first two lines. Um, with goodwill for the entire cosmos, that, you know, we read that and we think, okay, you know, one day, <laughs> yeah, you know, after millions of years of practice, maybe, with goodwill for the entire cosmos, come on. You know, what you're talking about. And then the second line, cultivate a limitless heart. heart. This reminder, this is a practice. So we have the intention and then we cultivate it. We develop it. We nourish it. We practice it. Yeah. So there's, there's that really important point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's this aspiration, this intention, this thing that really kind of raises us up. And then it's also right here. 
and we practice it um, you know as a cultivation we develop it yeah we nourish this um, this aspiration so that's another thing I really love the third is that the Buddha calls meta practice mindfulness here yeah did you hear that he says one should be resolved in this mindfulness yeah in this mindfulness one should be resolved mindful of metta yeah yeah and so you know we can say mindful of metta uh, metta is a form of mindfulness uh, one of the um, roots of the world mindfulness in pali sati is remembrance remembering yeah, to remember so remembering metta we can say that's that's a big part of our practice um, and at the same time, metta is, is a form, we can be mindful of metta. Metta is also a form of mindfulness. Metta is also um, metta, goodwill, friendship, kindness, yeah, I'll keep saying that, uh, is also built in to mindfulness, yeah. When we bring mindfulness, when we bring um, presence, yeah, when we bring interest to knowing our experience, um, the the metta, the kindness, has to be woven in to how, we, how we're paying attention, how we're mindful. And John Kabat-Zinn, you know, who's very well known uh, as kind of the father of what is called the secular mindfulness movement, right? He's a Dharma teacher and practitioner who's taken, started taking mindfulness, first of all, into the medical world. Yeah. And from there it's expanded. He speaks about mindfulness as kindfulness. Yeah, so it's not just the mental, yeah. it's the heart and mind together, mm-hmm. just like in the teachings, the heart and mind together, that kindfulness that is woven into how we're paying attention. So um, both that kindfulness, that metta that's inherent in the mindfulness and also mindful, present and attending through a lens of metta, which is what the sutta is talking about. And this is something that we, we practice, we develop, we cultivate um, on the cushion or on the meditation seat yeah, in our formal practice. And we also practice that in life. Yeah. This is kind of one of the, the, the great um, richnesses, <laughs> yeah. the abundance of metta practice, its wealth, is that it's something we can uh, practice formally, yeah, in formal practice and beyond. Yeah. And yesterday, uh, this, is, this was the inspiration for this talk today <laughs> and for the theme, um, as well as, as some of you know, if I can't think what to, what to do in a session, it, it, happen, it ends up being meta. But um, there was actually an inspiration for this one, which is I was walking um, home from my mother-in-law's yesterday and uh, it was about a 40-minute walk. And... Um, you know, just shortly after I left her house, I was walking uh, and uh, I just walked, you know, along a bridge and two other women were walking in the other way and, um, you know, our eyes met and I smiled. Yeah. And then they smiled back. Yeah. And then I thought, ah, that's a moment of meta. <laughs> just such a simple moment. Yeah. That's a moment of meta. And how often, you know, those kind of situations, we might look away, yeah. And then, ah, this opportunity to look 
at the other to smile as a moment of metta. And so then for the rest of the walk home, I was doing this radiating metta that we just did now. You know, I wasn't even, I wasn't looking for particular beings to send metta to. I was just radiating out metta. And also, as hopefully um, some of you had that taste, when we radiate it out, it's actually the whole being is also full of it. <laughs> yeah. That image of the sun um, radiating the metta out. Just radiating that very simple, you know, nothing, uh, nothing dramatic, <laughs> walking through the town. Yeah actually along the river, it's pretty nice. But anyway, um, and just having that sense of just, just wishing well, just radiating out warmth and care. So for some of us, this will be um, a more accessible way of practicing actually, and, and this, this can be interesting. So it may be more accessible to practice um, in kind of daily, normal situations than formally. On the, on the meditation seat. And that's interesting. Check it out. Try it out for yourself. Yeah. Is, this, um, is this way of practicing, of just you know, walking from here to there with this intention? Yeah. Writing an email with this intent, intention, yeah? being in tune with that just intention of kindness towards another. Um, so checking out for yourself, maybe this is actually more accessible. Maybe this is really where, um, where I, I cultivate. Yeah. And whether that's true for you, whether it's more accessible, less accessible, the same accessible as informal practice, um, for all of us, this really widens avenues of transformation. You know, I can't... Um, can't emphasize enough, you know, how much bringing the practice into more areas of our life, how much it widens avenues of transformation for us, how much it kind of widens possibilities of insight, yeah. and of putting our practice into practice, into putting our practice into practice <laughs> with others, and then kind of feeling the impact of that and, and learning more. And so when we do that, you know, we really deepen our own well-being and uh, we also decrease dukkha. Yeah, it's an opportunity to decrease dukkha um, in the world. And, and I want to give um, another example of this. Uh, it's also from recent weeks um, where I was, uh, this was still when I was in Israel um, before coming back. And I was at our... Um, at the surgery there. I can't even remember. I was waiting to see the nurse. I don't remember why. It doesn't matter, right? You don't care. <laughs> I was waiting to see the nurse. And anyway, it's like um, flu jab time. So there were lots of people waiting. You know, Some of them were waiting for flu jabs. Some of them were waiting for blood tests. Some of them were waiting for other things. You know, Just, for, just different things. Um... And there were just there were really a lot of people waiting, unusual amount of people waiting um, for the for the two nurses who were there, and so there was a lot of agitation and stress um, around. You know, people were really like, and you know, naturally, where where does that go? Right, goes into um, blaming, you know, and aversion, and like, why are we waiting for so long? And what are those nurses doing? And why aren't there more nurses? And you know, all of that. Yeah, familiar. A human trait 
across the board. So this is what was going on. And uh, I was doing my best um, to, you know, to practice metta and to just kind of, you know, try and calm people and help them understand what was going on and, you know, why that person was going in before them and all of that kind of thing. Um, I just have a naturally, naturally outgoing personality, so I do that kind of thing. Uh, it wasn't, it was making a little bit of an impact, but not much. Um, I'm kind of, you know, soothing and calming. And um, as, as I was there for longer and longer, you know, I was kind of aware of the different people who were there also with me. And I was particularly um, kind of drawn to, uh, there was a, um, a gentleman there about my, my age with his mum. He had a, a, a learning uh, a difficulty. And so he was getting quite agitated and impatient, right? And his mum was very, very, like, really such an embodiment of patience, really kind of calming him down and relaxing him and uh, explaining. And it's very, very beautiful to, to see them. I was really moved by their, by their connection, by the, the, the way they were with each other. And, um, and, and he was getting more and more agitated. And so uh, at some point I just turned to him and, and I said to him, you know, it's really, you know, it's really hard to, to be patient, isn't it? <laughs> and, and he said, yeah, you know, so, so, you know, let's try a game. You know, when I, when I find it difficult to be patient, I, I think of something good that happened to me today or yesterday. And, and I asked him, you know, did anything good happen recently? And he thought about it for a while and he said, yeah, you know, yesterday at work, uh, I was having some difficulty and the people I work with really helped me. You know, kind of his whole being relaxed and he started smiling and his mum also got into the conversation and, and then I, I said to him you know and also um, I find that something that helps me to be patient is you know having contact with nice people like you yeah. and then you know he of course said to me back you know because he was a very polite gentleman <laughs> he, he said to me oh you know it's also really nice talking to you and then another lady who was standing you know social distancing we're all about a meter and a half to two from each other standing a little further away in the waiting room she said oh I have to I have to jump in I just have to jump in and tell you both how nice you are and how much you were changing my experience yeah and then it turned out that they actually lived on the same street and she'd seen him waiting for his ride in the mornings and so she said that and so they had a little interaction and then just to the left of us there was a um, a little girl waiting with her mum so we started talking to them and asking the little girl you know what year she was in school and soon enough that whole room yeah had transformed from an atmosphere of agitation and stress to an atmosphere of friendship yeah so it's a bit of a long story hopefully we're getting the feeling hopefully you're getting the feeling in that room yeah and so suddenly, you know, everyone, whether they were into the, in, in the conversation or not, the whole atmosphere changed. And this is, you know, for me, such a teaching again and again, you know, just the little things we can do yeah, that transform experience for ourselves and for others. Yeah? I, I walked out really happy. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I walked out really, really happy. Yeah didn't matter that I'd been there for about, I don't know what it was, 45 minutes. Yeah. 
It's really happy. And so that transformation from agitation and stress and dukkha to community and friendship and well-being. Yeah. And of course, that continues to ripple with us through the day. It's not a limited event, right? Because we would have walked out of there either with the agitation and the stress or with a sense of community and friendship. Right? And that makes a huge difference. So these simple acts of kindness, this intention of metta, yeah, that we radiate into the world, sometimes with a smile, sometimes with a question, sometimes just from the heart, yeah, because we're also different. As I said, I'm relatively outgoing, so I just tend to do these ridiculous things, yeah, like start talking to strangers in a waiting room. It might not be how you do things, yeah. and yet, you know, there's other possibilities. So, and, and this is needed, yeah, and I think nowadays, um, you know, I'm going to say more than ever, even though who knows if that's true, <laughs> we just know that it's needed, yeah. just know that it's needed, and it's good for us and good for others. So I want to just say a little bit about how we do this, what can support us to remember this and to act in this way, to practice metta yeah. in the world, yeah in our interactions. So the first one is that mindfulness, that remembering, that meaning of sati, of mindfulness. Remembering. Ah, this feels really irritating. <laughs> yeah. But there's something more. This isn't the only possibility. Mm. This isn't the only interpretation. So remembering, remembering our intention for our lives. Yeah. What do we want? And I think if kind of we boil down our <laughs> intentions for, for life, uh, for most of us, it would be to be happy. Yeah. And so remembering intention, intention, remembering possibility. And then activating metta. This is important. Yeah, because often we need to activate it. It's like we need to plug in to the metta plug. <laughs> yeah. And we need to to find a way to, to activate it, to, to press the on button. Yeah, so we can activate metta um, as an intention, as a memory, as a feeling, yeah, felt sense of the body. Um, some things that help. Gratitude and appreciation really help. Yeah. Gratitude and appreciation really help. And actually, that's what I was doing in that waiting room before. Yeah. Just feeling grateful that I have access to a health system at all. <laughs> it's a pretty amazing thing. Yeah. So gratitude and appreciation help. And smiling helps. Yeah. Smiling helps. Really does. Yeah. Doesn't matter if people think that you're crazy standing there smiling to yourself. Yeah. It's helpful. Inspiration helps. Yeah. So thinking of someone or something that embodies this, you know, meta, this warmth, this kindness for you. Yeah, it might be a tree that you love. Um, for me, it's often my grandfather that I think about. Yeah, it's an embodiment of kindness for me. Um, it might be the Dalai Lama. It doesn't matter. Something or somebody that embodies um, this quality for you. All of these are ways of um, 
kind of activating the meta frequency, tuning into it. And then bringing in discernment, bringing in wisdom. Yeah, so how, how? So it's activated and now what do I do with it? Yeah. Do I radiate it all out to all directions? Um, do I bring to mind someone in particular? Yeah. Or a group? Yeah, like again, if I go back to that clinic, you know, I honed in on the on the on the people that were easiest <laughs> to 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 contact. Right, first this this um, mother and son that I already felt warmth towards, and then and then a young child. Yeah, it's the easiest for me at least. Yeah. So we bring to mind. Yeah, do we radiate it to all? Do we bring to mind a particular being or group? Um, do we bring it to to ourselves? Yeah. And then really important, uh, feeling the impact. Yeah. Feel the impact, enjoy the impact, open to the impact. Yeah. What does this do? How does this feel? Yeah. How does this affect me? Yeah. And particularly noticing any well-being that arises. Yeah. And really dwelling, <laughs> dwelling in it. Yeah. Don't skip this step. It's really important. Dwelling in the well-being that arises and letting it really soak deep into the being. Bathe, um, bathe deeply, bathe the being deeply in any well-being that arises. That's how we uh, kind of immerse ourselves in this way of looking, immerse ourselves in this um, attitude. I just want to read that quote from the Sutta again. With goodwill for the entire cosmos, cultivate a limitless heart, above, below and all around, unobstructed, without enmity or hate, whether standing, walking, sitting or lying down, as long as one is alert, one should be resolved on this mindfulness. This is called a sublime abiding, here and now. So let's just have a, a quiet moment to bring this to a close and then we'll open to comments and questions. So thank you all for your uh, practice, your listening, and in a moment, open up to um, any questions or comments that have come up, either uh, from the practice, for anything, from anything that I've uh, shared in the reflection, or it can also be other things that I'd like to ask. Um, related to your practice or the teachings. And I just want to mention a couple of interesting events uh, that are coming up, just uh, do a bit of advertising. I've got you here. Uh, one is uh, tomorrow we have a Sacred Spaces Day, as some of you know these days, a day of um, coming together to make the earth sacred. Uh, it's happening um, in your own location and online. And uh, next week, 
think exactly a week from now, we've got um, an evening, an online evening in Palestine um, for those of you who are interested to meet uh, some students and their parents um, who will talk about uh, what it's like to have education, to study um, while living in a military occupation. So these are all both events that are happening through Sangaseva. Um, and there's the link, the coming up page, there's more information if you're interested. You are very welcome to join. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.